welcome to episode 49 of the In General Podcast, brought to you by JurassicOutpost.com. I'm joined with Chris and Assis. How you doing, guys? Uh, beautiful. Uh, I'm back, baby boys. I'm back. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, ba- like, back. Ones and like, twos. Ones and twos. Ones and twos. <laughs> Threes and fours. Threes and fours. Threes and fours in the back. All right, Jesus Christ. It descended already into just in-joke territory. Um, so it's been a while. Our last podcast was on... Um, the 22nd, I think, of February, and the next day, Jurassic World 2 began filming. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah, that sounds right to me. Yeah, 23rd of February was the day that, well, it it was the setup day in Slough, uh, Uh, which which was was when we saw the, we got the uh, picture vehicle department signs, um, ancient futures on the side of that building. We got people, we got fans turning up. Uh, what was it? We had somebody say, just a helicopter, no dinosaurs, sadly. We had ancient future signs around. So, yeah, 23rd of Feb was the day they started prepping for Jurassic World 2. And I think they it was either a night shoot or they kicked off the next day. Uh, yeah. I don't... Yeah, see, that's the thing. We really don't know 100% because, again, it was a studio shoot. So it's not like they're, like, filming out, like, in the streets or something that we can be like, oh, yeah, they were definitely filming. But people in the area were like, yeah, a bunch of cars were rolling in, the trailers rolled in. So I think it's safe to assume they filmed that night. Just because we didn't get a tweet from Bryce Dallas Howard doesn't mean they didn't film. Hell, maybe she didn't film on that first maybe day. Maybe she wasn't yeah. on, yeah. And yeah. like you said, it, it could have been a photo shoot or something. Because yeah. what, what we saw, I mean, obviously, if you don't want to hear absolutely anything then turn off now it's not really spoilers but there was a jungle vines kind of scene outside the place as if they had dismantled the set the next day so they were obviously it was obviously a one-time thing or they were maybe using it one day and then taking it apart using it another time uh it's really interesting to see um we know that there was um i forgot who it was on instagram was was up there one of the jurassic world accounts Mm -hmm. uh, one of the fans and he saw oscar for a the cinematographer arrive around 5 p.m. or something like yeah. that, which kind of hints that it could have been a night shoot, or maybe even just a prep day. You never know. I'll be honest. I, I mean, I 100% believe like the authenticity of what he believed he saw. Anytime somebody thinks that they see somebody in a car, I mean, it, it's tough to recognize people, especially people you don't fully know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if it's someone like you know, kind of by association, it's like when you see them driving by in a car. I, I personally. Like, I would think that I would recognize these people, but I wouldn't 100% trust myself. So it's also possible. Yeah, yeah, of course. Or he might have went out for, like, he might have went out for, like, a bagel run, and then he came back, like, hold on, guys. (laughs) Catering sucks today. I'm getting my own food. Yeah. You never know. But that's an official thing, so catering on Jurassic World 2 sucks. You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) Chris confirmed Um, it. Oh, someone, uh, didn't someone also see (coughs) Ted Levine on that set? Same guy, perhaps? Yes, same guy said, uh, yeah, he saw Ted Levine. Televine uh, and yeah Oscar Fora but again like Chris said you never know if it's I mean you don't see these people frequently they could have different haircut you know what True. I mean so if you if you only know them by pictures then who knows but the next day Bryce Dallas Howard kicked off filming with the first set photo which was pretty cool it was um, I remember if you remember the first day of filming for Jurassic World they showed off the director's chairs um, with the Jurassic World font my memory is too foggy. I can't remember these things anymore. Yeah, well, Claire on. did the same. She wrote day one, and then she put the quote, we have an asset out of containment, put ACU on alert. This is not a drill. And in the background behind the chair that says Claire on it in the Jurassic font, you can see the set, which we assume is inside the Langley Business Center. Mm-hmm. And there's a, you can see a HMI light pointing in there, which kind of just clarifies that it's a set. But yeah, day one on Jurassic World 2 was the 24th of February. 
Yeah. boys, we made it. Uh, yeah, it's it. <laughs> it's actually happening. It's really funny because we all thought it was happening just a little bit later than that, and uh, we caught wind of it just by the um that that letter that got posted online that like, hey, we're filming in your area. We don't want it to be an inconvenience, but we want you to know we're coming. Mm. Um, so it was like we we caught wind of it just like what was it like three days before they were going to start. Yeah, I think so. And it just completely blindsided us. We're like, oh, I guess it's happening. <laughs> and, um, yeah, no, and it, it ended up happening. And it's it's funny. I think Claire, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard's been doing a picture a day, pretty much, uh, for every day that she spent on the film. Uh, and obviously they're, it's, they're completely spoiler-free. I mean, the sec- day two was a picture of a plug socket, you know, an extension reel. So um, the marketing for the movie cool, is absolutely on point. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what though? I I do like the fact that she's uh, that she's sharing things from the movie set. I think that's that's really cool. You can tell that she's definitely enthusiastic about being on the film. Um, yeah, but you did make a good point, Chris. Maybe she thought, okay, I better step up the plate because we and a couple of other sites had reported that filming had started and obviously if it wasn't for that guy who put the letter out we wouldn't have known yeah we we honestly wouldn't have known like i i do the thing is to be honest with you if he hadn't put out the letter i do wonder if like we would have heard anything until colin put out that tweet today i mean yesterday which we'll get to like you know what i mean like okay. that might have yeah, been no totally that yeah. might have been like when we would have caught when they were filming we would have had our assumption that it started uh, February twenty seventh because of the uh, the uh, production lists that say the movie starts on pre- uh, February twenty seventh, but those are all tied to Hawaii. Um, obviously, it hasn't started filming there yet. But yeah, so like I, again, I, I think that it probably could have thrown us. Um... Yeah, I guess so. And I guess before we talk about the insane picture Colin put up, let's just say. We had another cast uh, member added, Geraldine Chaplin, Charlie Chaplin's daughter. Wait, what? When did this happen? What? Really? <laughs> Cease, <laughs> I swear to God you commented on it. Did I? Who are you, man? Yeah. Who are what you, Cease? I had exams, man. The midterm. You, you, midterms, midterms. You were the one who said, oh, Alex has done an article. i got to step up the game. <laughs> oh, that was for that? Yeah. What did uh, you... uh, what was it for? Uh... <laughs> I have no idea. What's Jurassic World two? A C. Oh, you, you 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 surprise us all. Listen, I'm getting all the midterms are catching up to me these days. Uh, yeah, somewhere. Huh? <laughs> ones and twos. Um, so Charlie Chaplin's daughter has joined Jurassic World two, and I think she's been in. She was in The Impossible and A Monster Calls and The Orphanage. Yeah. So I mean, uh, you could have almost called this one. Yeah, exactly. It was funny because she was mentioned. In an interview, like a long time ago, like, oh, hey, she's been in all of your movies. Do you want to get her in Jurassic World 2? And he's like, I definitely would like to do that if possible. And we'll have to see if there's an opportunity. And that was like a while ago. I want to say like over the summer. And so, what are we? What are we thinking? Who is she? Who does she play? On the island, she's leading the expedition. She's gonna be <laughs> next Chris Pratt. She's gonna lead the movie. Right? <clears throat> hey, I mean, yeah. I, I I would love to see her in a leading role. I would honestly, it would be. You know what would be really interesting is to see like. You know the Jurassic World sequel. Maybe let like Chris Pratt and uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Maybe let them be supporting characters to like play. Oh kind of yes, fiddle to, that'd be so hype. To, That's what I want, man. <laughs> um, I I mean, like out of all honesty, let let Rafe, Rafe Spall lead the way and let uh, Daniela Pineda. 
Yeah. A picture I, of him uh, doing the squats? Or uh, James... Oh, yeah. my God, yeah. Um, yeah, he was bossing it. Yeah. He's, a, he's a Nick Van Owen well. type. He's a Nick Van Owen type. Yeah. If, if Nick Van Owen was good and stuff. But I don't know, man. Shh. Nick Van Owen's a great character. Nick Van Owen! Nick! Nick Van Owen! I don't remember any of his lines right now. Um, it just... I can't banter. I can't. It just, you know... Mm, you can't do the Lost World banter. Yeah, well, I mean, you don't know the best movie of all time, so... Yeah, I'm not surprised. You're right. I, You're right. I, I like all the shitty movies like Jurassic Park 3, Jurassic Park 1, uh, So Star this is Wars funny. Cease, I watched Jurassic Park 3 recently. I, did, I, I watched Jurassic Park and The Lost World, which is just, you know, you've got to do that at least once a week. And then yeah. I watched... We didn't do it. And then I watched Jurassic Park 3. Especially now that they're on Netflix. Know, it's real easy just to... Uh, well, like, not yeah, in the UK. Sure. They, they uh, haven't been on Netflix in the UK, um, which is a bit disappointing. But, you know, I have I have a fair few copies of it on, on Blu-ray, so I think I'm all right. But... Uh, yeah, we, um, it was Jurassic Park three again, and like my view of Jurassic Park three has always been like, okay, it's it's obviously not the best. This, the the fact that they throw out the script, it's got problems. Characters are okay, a bit weak, oh. and it, to a point, it doesn't it doesn't really sync too well with the first two. But at least it's Jurassic Park. It does feel like you're on Jurassic Park Island. It feels like a Jurassic Park movie. But I watched it again, and I have to admit, I was less impressed what uh, how yeah I, I, it's kind of gone down in my estimations a bit that's it's impossible uh, there's literally no way that's not possible it's just a load of scenes of like talking and pushing each other combined with two or three great set pieces so you've oh, got the aviary great set pieces. you've I got think the the best set pieces are in this movie <clears throat> and the realist Some characters. Of. Nope. And the realist the aviary is movie. fantastic, and the uh, plane crash sequence. I still, I really like that sequence. The way it's put together. You know, when they run back, we've got, we have to leave now. Like when oh, they yeah, get on the plane, intense, that whole scene is tense, and it's it's shot so well, and uh, that's really nice. You know, um, so the plane crash sequence is great. The aviary sequence is great, and the river is 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 a good sequence. And uh, on uh, the embryonics lab- laboratory as well is really cool, but everything in between is just. Absolutely. Oh, let's run this way through a forest. Oh, let's run this way. Oh, push, push, push. And just like, the there's character no, moments. There, there's what no real, char- um, what character no moments? Villain. Who's the villain in this movie? We well, don't need a villain. Guy. You don't need Absolutely. a villain. You do not need a villain. You do not. I, I genuinely don't think you need a villain. But out of all like, honesty, the characters are weak. Um, the writing is weak. What? And the But the worst of all is that movie could have been... I mean, I like Joe Johnston. I just felt like he wasn't into it. He was not the guy to turn that script into a good movie because it just the directing was not it didn't save like you know what I mean like it's not like it was bad directing but the movie just wasn't put together it was very flat cinematography and very flat directing nothing special characters are good Cinematography is actually pretty pretty alright in this movie, and, and um, as for, yeah, I like Shelley Johnson. Except for a really good cinematographer, and you've got to think. Except for they when she's filming the through five weeks before filming, yeah. so they dumped pretty much all their storyboards. So you've got to think everybody was working on that set, as we've heard. I a, don't believe oh, let, that you know. Let's just let's just. It's kind of run and gun. I thought the Here's a script page. We're shooting this today, so nobody had real time to prep. They had a nice stage. They had a nice set, but. If the cinematography's flat or anything, I mean, you've got to think they didn't have the correct prep time for this movie. I I, I don't and believe that they um that they uh, that they tossed the storyboards personally. I bet you that's part of the problem. I bet you they had these set pieces built and they had these storyboards and they're like, well, we need to adhere to these storyboards, and then we just need to write 
character moments between all of it to make a different story. And I think that that's what No, really... but this is what I mean. I mean, the storyboards for the aviary sequence, we know they kept those. Yeah, yeah. But if I was watching some of the behind the scenes, this is what I mean. They chucked the majority of storyboards. I mean, there's storyboards in the behind the scenes that are just not scenes from the movie. And you can, if you really study them, you can see some really cool things that are sort of action sequences. That I'll would tell you something place. right now. But like you said, if... they filled no, in the no, gaps no, with no. just characters on the island that were sort of... And about the villain, yeah, you don't need a villain, but you need a threat. You need something. You know, you have you have on in Lost World, you have the sort of good guys versus the bad guys as such, and the whole idea of it is they do have to end up working together to at least find their way out of this island, right? But you still have that conflict between them. You know what I mean? Yeah, in exactly. JP3, there's no conflict. They're just all right. Fine, let's work together. And, and then that's it. There's no real conflict. Yeah, Whereas you could a, have had Paul Kirby and Amanda being no. motherfuckers, you know? They, no, they they're could... the best. How dare you? Excuse you. So, guys. I didn't say they were bad. So I just guys, said they could have been, you know. So, there's a lot of Jurassic World 2 news. <laughs> well, I'll fight you on this next week. Don't, don't even there's worry. a lot of well, Jurassic World 2 how news. How far? I think Jurassic Park 3 deserves its its day. I think um, we, we talk a lot about Jurassic World on the podcast, but uh, Assis is rarely on, and we rarely get to he rarely gets to defend Jurassic Park 3. Th- that is true. That... And I'm just raising the point. I watched it again, and I wasn't as... I didn't like it as much as I used to. We'll have a whole <clears throat> JP3 special drunk podcast on uh first weekend of April. Don't you worry. Oh, we absolutely yeah. better do that, and that's about the only way that you're going to get me to watch that movie. Um, <clears throat> I hate it so much. I'm going to fight you. I, I, I put I'm it on... Of fights. I fights. Anytime I try to watch it, though, I honestly, like, I drift... And like it, lo- it loses me about halfway through, which is a shame because I do miss some of the better sequences. For the best part, yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like the movie just completely <laughs> like I I can't like these characters. They they annoy me far too much. Um, and it's, it, it is too bad because they, the they they brought in some good actors in that movie, and then they just made them act like utter goofballs. And yeah, and not just in terms of character motives, but like just even in terms of acting, like they're not like I don't know. It just was cool. Literally everyone's an idiot. Yeah, but Paul Kirby was cool, though. Was he? Yeah, he had a great development. What are you talking about? I mean, he had a mustache. That's about all I can say about him. What? I, I'm, I'm with I'll a C. I did like the character, but really? I think it should have gone... He should have gone into it. See, this is the thing. I like JP3, but it has big faults. But I see it almost from like a filmmaking perspective. If they threw that script out, they threw all their prep work out, I kind of... Give him the benefit of a doubt in a way, and I know that it could have been a lot better. Yeah, um, it, it could have you been. You can see that. You you can see that from the aviary sequence. That's an awesome sequence. It's put it's together so well. It's terrifying, and that is Joe Johnston working on a Jurassic Park movie. The rest of it, I think he was shitting himself. And I think part of the reason he threw the script was because it wasn't written by the people who who wrote the first two. It wasn't. It was completely different, and he was following on from Spielberg. Now think about that. That's a big thing. Yeah. following on from Spielberg he probably was going through the script working on it and thinking this isn't like the other drugs you know parks. Yeah, but, uh, and, you know something I've got to chuck it for for something David Kep suggested who wrote the first two but it wasn't a developed idea it was just oh what about a rescue mission and that was it well something so, I I don't yeah. know I don't think that that was it I think that the script probably sucked I'm being honest with you I don't think Kathleen yeah, Kennedy all, all kids I no, no, that's no, a different no. script to see. It's a different script. That was the original idea. No, no, no. That was that no, no, no. Joe Johnson chucked two ideas before um, hey, they had the breakout idea, and then 
one of those ideas that he chucked was the kids one and the other one was Alan Grant in a tree on Isla Sauna so they Ooh, chucked those worse, ideas Johnson, Johnson knew that those ideas wouldn't work and then they had this breakout idea which was part on the mainland where dinosaurs had already broken off the island the pteranodons Wait, and then part back on sauna um, oh, so ooh, okay. it would have been this this large kind of yeah um, it would have progressed the franchise that's, that's the key. a JP4 story and, man yeah yeah it, it, it was exactly. very JP4 like um, and and obviously it was JP3 and they and I think um, what happened was either like Chris said the script was shit but it was a cool concept but maybe yeah. shit or he freaked out because it was I so don't believe because we JPs know that Kathleen Kennedy that, was really the primary push for them. Yeah, she to, made to toss this thing it. happen. Yeah, so I, I honestly, I don't believe that like it was like a freak out moment on his end that the, caused him to throw the script. No, I believe that maybe the concept there, but just the scripting wasn't. Um, the other thing that went through my mind is they said they threw the script out because of story, but that could have been politics. I was just thinking about it. Maybe the studio majorly gutted the budget. Maybe. Because we also know that the budget did not cover the entire Jurassic Park 3, even the final film, they cut sequences. So I was just thinking, like, maybe they threw the script because they gutted the budget. Maybe the studio was like, yeah, we just don't believe this movie's going to perform. We're spending too much money on it. We need to, like, downsize. And they're like, this story can't be downsized. We need a whole new story. Yeah, maybe. And then maybe that's why Johnson was like, all right, we've got to chuck it. We gotta chuck it. Yeah, we gotta start oh, again shit. and, and like use some of the set pe- sequences. See, this is interesting, and this is why um, I really, really want to get inside Joe Johnson's head. I really want to know. I want to know what the deal was. Can we because contact we... him? Don't we have like some source or something? Well, I don't. I'll be honest with you guys. Like before he went off to China to shoot the movie he's currently working on, I kid you not, I nearly nailed an interview, as in a video interview, where we were gonna fly out to um, LA to to record him. I think I shared the email with Chris. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, up until the last minute, it was a case of Joe Johnson's blah, 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 working on this project. He's shooting off to China. Um, let's talk after. So it, oh, uh, hey, hey, Jack. this was a few months ago. Nearly nearly happened. And I, it's my, my priority because I know JP3 could have been something so much cooler. It ended up being called JP3. Yeah. You know? You know there was a cooler name for this. Breakout, Extinction. Uh, it, and then... We wouldn't have had Jurassic World if that movie was good and had happened, and we'd be in a very different place right now. To be honest, we probably would have had all of the Jurassic Park movies, and along the way, we probably would have been like, "When are they rebooting this?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah no, I just... think I think the delay. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying that one of those versions of Jurassic Park three would have been bad, but I think if Jurassic Park three was like a stellar movie or like an, a serviceable movie, and like they pumped out JP four right away. I do think that by this point we'd be like on a really crappy JP six or something, and we'd just be like, "Yeah, yeah reboot, please." I yeah, because the, the I think what happened was the when JP three turned out the way it did, they were like, "We got to step step back because not everything we do is good." Yeah, like we you know we have to rethink things. So and obviously that's why there was fourteen years between while well, they tried to figure out the best story for the fourth one. So you're right; they probably would have. If JP3 had been really successful, they would have been like, right, let's just do whatever, let's yeah. do the next one. Uh, yeah, they wouldn't have had that time to breathe and think about it. Hey, Jack, without um, going into too many, to too many specifics because we're recording right now, do you think you'd ever be able to share that concept art uh, like publicly of one of those early JP3 drafts? Do you remember which one I'm talking about? Um, extreme Sports. Say again? The Extreme Sports concept art. Uh. Mm-hmm. 
You'll probably have to refresh my memory, Chris. Have we talked about, we've talked about this before, yeah? No, you've got it. You've shared it with me before. Um, it's with the kids on the raft and the uh, I think like the Sukumamis or the Baryonyx on one side of the raft and the T Rex on the other side. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back through the uh, through the archives, my friend. Don't I don't know what you're talking shit, about. Please. Yeah, 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 I will. Um, okay, I, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris, talk. Yeah, we, let's, we, what are we doing? We're recording what, a podcast. You know, let yeah, me let's talk this, about this. Let me segue this bad boy. Let me segue. Like, <laughs> this is what I'm right, Anyways, well, it have... was cool though because they're on the raft. They're going down the rapids, and it's like it's from the extreme sports draft. And uh, you've got like this beefed up like baryonyx on one side of the river, and the T Rex on the other side of the river, and they're both like looking at the raft and roaring, but they're kind of looking at each other. And you can tell that there's just going to be a giant like fight of the titans like right Why in the middle of this river before? and i have this yeah 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 you shared it with me years ago it, and uh <laughs> i'm not gonna i'm not I, I even remember who it's from but i'm uh, that's what i don't want to mention while we're recording okay i think i think i'm with you i think i'm with you okay right we'll talk about that after the podcast um assis you want to you want to wrap up the jp3 conversation i mean i could go for hours but you want to wrap right. up the jp3 talk Basically, from what I've gathered in this entire conversation, when we meet up on uh, April or in April, we have to do like a fists are gonna fly history podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Cease. <laughs> we have to. It has to happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to know a lot more, and I really hope the sort of the the potential interview that we almost had with mm-hmm. Joe Johnson. Yep. I really hope that I can sort of get that back. Yeah, that would be incredibly stuff. cool. I, I think that that's would... like clear the air, you know. Like I know, I'm pick his brain for five hours. If you go on Joe Johnson's website and his in his um, little um, write up about JP three, you can tell he's gritting his teeth. You know, there's stuff he wants to say, and I, I just think it's so fascinating. I, I and, bet you, you know, for a while there, he was involved with Jurassic Park four. At least he thought he was. Part of me wonders if the studio had always had in mind, like we should probably get another director. And no offense to that guy, like and like he just <laughs> yeah. didn't know. Like, if the studio was at, like, vetting their own options while they're like, go ahead, like, th- keep pitching us ideas, and if you get a good one, we'll do it. But, like, if the studio was always kind of humoring bringing in another director. Um, but I feel like he was always in the know, because he always said, um, oh, the new idea is fantastic. This takes the trilogy in a new direction. And that's something even Collins said. Yeah. So if it, it sounds like he was always involved with the concept of Jurassic World. Uh, and no, I don't think he's ever with Jurassic World because when I talked to Horner in the past, it wasn't like a new park or anything like that. It was um, it was just all about you know, uh, like kind of like man working with dinosaur and hybrids, like genetically altered, scarier dinosaurs was the uh, concept. Okay, yeah, sort of like a a, a a take on the John Cells. I mean, even Johnson said in like twenty uh, two thousand seven. Um, yeah, we're not doing dinosaurs with guns. Yeah, um, Joe Johnson said that. So, but anyway, we, we we really are digressing. What's happened? What's the new one? Jurassic World Two. Let's talk about. Can that. we get a damn title on that movie so we can stop calling it Jurassic World Two? By the way. Yeah, Chris, what's with the mystery? Can you tell us? Can you elaborate? Do you know? Oh, oh, I I know the mystery. The mystery is, and that's the answer. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> God, I um, thought like something went wrong on my end. There's no, there's a pause. I was worried. I was freaking out. I was, Don't do that again, please. <laughs> um, um, so le- the, the set construction for Jurassic World Two. Let's talk about that. Ancient Futures signs across the whole of the UK. Yeah. Well, no, I say the whole of the UK. I don't know why I said <laughs> that. Across small sections Very of the small. United Kingdom. Yeah. Um, you know, I, that's good. I mean, I wonder. Hopefully, people will like let us know because remember there are other rumors. Uh, what was that township that they said they were going to film in supposedly? 
Oh, uh, uh, Pena, Pena. Yeah, like in hopefully someone Florida. in that area will see Ancient Future Signs and be like, "Hey, they are filming there." That way, we can at least know that they filmed there. Um, but so there's been some interesting things seen in the Holy Common area and the Pystock area, which are the two areas we reported they were filming in, and the set construction is taking place. You want to talk about that? Yes. Um, sorry, I need to take a look. And That's fine. so there's in the Holy Common area, people, a few fans have been up. Um, shout out to those fans, Jay. Ones and twos. Jay Scott. Ones and twos. Jay Scott on, on Twitter. Um, he there's a, a currently a big wooden staircase. Now, I don't know about you guys, but that is spoilerific. Um, well, you know what's interesting, and this is all going to tie together. Uh, this ties together with the picture that Colin shared, in my opinion. So. Maybe we should talk about Holly Common last, like, before we talk about um, the picture that Colin shared. All right, let's do it. So let, let, let's let's hold off on that, because I personally think when we, like, mix that all together, I think it all kind of ties together, personally. And I don't want to, like, have to backtrack into the speculation. So, um, pie stock looks really cool. Unfortunately, we only have two photos. They're both from afar, and they're kind of grainy. But, um, Engine Workers Village... No, I, I think it's 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 hundred percent. No, it looks very Jurassic Park um, in terms of like the building <laughs> tops. But the thing is, there were sections of Main Street that had that type of shape and contour on their building. Yeah, tops. The, what would you call it? The sort of cone, yeah. cone shape. Um, and I, I'm with you there. So when we were talking about it on the last podcast, the area at Pystock is is long and narrow. So we know they're building something that's either an InGen village or the main street or something entirely different. Yeah, it could be something based entirely on these photos, new. Yeah, based on these photos, it, it could be anything, and it could be either of those. Both the InGen village and main street had the kind of, what do you call it, cone. It's quite significant looking. And we know they're filming with a helicopter, so you know that there's going to be some sort of interesting scene that involves a helicopter flying and things along those lines it's very cool to look at and it's very early days and it doesn't really spoil anything because we had pit- well yeah i mean okay like here's the thing like if we <laughs> like if like another picture came in or like someone was like oh i saw them filming this is what they're filming we probably wouldn't relay that because once it hits a certain threshold it's like oh that 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 went from being vague really cool looking structures to spelling out an entire scene in the movie and it's too early to do that um, For sure. So, like, that is the thing. Like, you know, as these pictures continue to roll in and we're, we are retweeting them, we're obviously going to apply a filter if, like, suddenly a picture rolls in of, like, I don't know, let's say one of the main characters just covered in blood and clearly dying. Like, we're not going to share that. Um, no. it, it just... And we're going to, you know, try to do our best to make sure things like that, you know, don't get shared. And it's it's tough to to apply a filter and everything like that. We all want to know everything, and yet we don't want to have anything spoiled for others or ourselves. And it's, like, such a weird, like, predicament to be in. Uh, yeah, and I think we discussed this earlier in that we knew everything about Jurassic World from the Joe Blow yeah article. we knew the story we knew the dinosaurs and I think genuinely it ruined the experience for me and and for this one I really hope that nothing leaks I I'm, I'm I know we run a site and we got we post what we can and stuff but I, I really want this time around to go into it with fresh eyes and I want to know nothing I like and I like I like leaks like character names or <clears throat> yeah. um 
<clears throat> like I, I like seeing new vehicles. I um I don't necessarily want to know the new dinosaurs until they want to tell me what the new dinosaurs are. Um, and, I, and I really hope they're smart with the marketing yeah. as well. I hope they don't reveal too much. The Jurassic World trailers just they it just told you the movie. Well, they weren't as bad as the Kong Skull Island trailers. Literally every cool scene is in the trailers. Oh, You've seen the entire movie by Kong Skull Island. Um Okay, but still, I bet that movie's awesome. Oh, it's a lot of fun. It's like a um like a universal theme park ride story turned into a movie. It's super dumb, but it's super fun. Super dumb. <laughs> um, it, no, it really dumb, is like a super... you know, like how like you go to like a theme park uh, and like their big rides. They have a story written for like the dark rides or whatever, and like you're like on like a little mini story. That's what Kong Skull Island felt like because it was just nonstop. It felt like a little bit of setup, and then you're just on a ride the entire movie, and that's what it felt like. It, it had some characterization, but it wasn't great. But it, the movie was just a lot of fun. Um, Peter Jackson's really Kong is still my. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't touch that movie but it, it also is going to be infinitely really? yeah but it's going to be infinitely more rewatchable because Peter Jackson's Kong is bloated as hell and it paces it's like, itself yeah, out it poorly long. yeah yeah there must be a fan cut out there I really like Peter Jackson's Kong I, it's such a if you want three hours of doing nothing and you want to watch something awesome it's Kong it's got to be Kong yeah and, oh, it, but... it's, it's the movie's flawed because you know the Lord of the Rings movies they were long but they really like made use of their time in Peter Jackson's Kong, it kind of doesn't make use of its time. You know what I mean? Like, I do appreciate the characterization, but it, it just... It, I feel like it could have been paced better. But yeah, genuinely, I like I, the characters. It'd be interesting if there's, like, a fan cut. And I like the world. That's the other thing. I felt like in Skull Island, you don't really get to explore the world of Skull Island. And, I mean, literally, there's not a single surprise creature. Like, that first, like, not the first teaser trailer, but that second trailer showed off every creature. Here's a hot take, Chris. Here's a hot take. Um, Skull Island will become Monster Island in oh, uh, it King definitely. Kong Godzilla. Okay, that's not a spoiler. They don't talk about it, but I definitely think it's Monster Island. Like, since they showed the trailers and they yeah. said it's a crossover, I'm like, I think this is Monster Island. Because, you know, there's no dinosaurs in the movie. There's monsters. Although they don't say the dinosaurs are extinct. And it's not a fossilized Triceratops no, skull, which you don't, see. Don't, 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 don't. So part of me even wonders if there are still dinosaurs on the island. I'm scared they're gonna do some like crossover universe thing with Jurassic. Park. No, 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 no. That's not happening. No, Jurassic Park will always remain standalone. I could make if like the Michael Crichton other Michael Crichton films actually kick into fruition with uh, Amblin and DreamWorks and Universal. I could see there being Easter eggs, like, you know, like an engine sign in the background of one of those movies that you barely see, but not necessarily it being a crossover, but more of like a wink and a nod to them being written by the same person and kind of having similar subject matter. But otherwise, I don't think the Jurassic films will ever, uh, I don't think you're ever going to have like a shared universe Jurassic film type of thing. There could be and, like... And that's, that's, I think it's a, it's a worry though, isn't it? Because Jurassic World has suddenly uh, become one of these big franchise. well... I mean, it was always Jurassic Park was always a big franchise, right? But uh, they were always. It's hard to. They don't get the same treatment as other big franchises, big universes where it's all shared and there's a sequel every year. Whereas we're in that territory where they could start doing this to Jurassic World, I, and it's it's a bit scary. I don't think we'll ever go to yearly Jurassic Park films, but I could see, uh, for lack of a better word, a Jurassic like Jurassic Park spinoffs, like standalone stories in the Jurassic Park universe. 
But I mean, would you really be opposed to a Jurassic movie that maybe took place before the first Jurassic Park, um, or maybe in between Jurassic Park and Jurassic World? Um, but really, no, fo- not at all. It's just like it's just you don't want them to be treating it like that's every other Hollywood franchise right now. Yeah, but there there are stories to be told. And as long as they don't try to, like, make, like, this big connected universe bullshit where it's, like, there's a standalone movie that's set in, like, 1995, but then that character is the lead character in Jurassic World 3, and, like, you know what I mean? Like, th- that's where um I think they need to draw the line. If they do stand uh, spinoffs, it should maybe be more like what they did with Star Wars Rogue One. Just make a better movie than Star Wars Rogue One, because that movie sucked. Um, I'll fight you on that. Ooh, ones and twos. Um... <laughs> Uh, no, I, I really don't, I don't know. Maybe it didn't, I think saying it sucked is a bit harsh, but I, I genuinely didn't enjoy it. I went into it with really high expectations after The Force Awakens, and, um, there's a lot of lore in it. It just kind of, that's what it really feels like. It feels like a fanboy piece. Like, there's like, oh, let's put in TIE bombers and TIE fighters, and we got this, and like, this is how the clones, you know, transition to stormtroopers, <laughs> like, and I'm like, but where's the story, man? And the pacing is just all over the place. It's like... Batman versus Superman Light Edition. They had to like reshoot a bunch of that movie, though, didn't they? What? That movie. Yeah, was it's the way um, Gareth Edwards reshoot. shoots. He he kind of holds the camera himself, and they kind of run with it. I'm pretty sure he, they don't have storyboards. He kind of just shoots the sequence as they. Shoot well, then it. don't give that guy big blockbusters anymore. I mean, excuse you, Godzilla l- let, was amazing too. Uh, yeah, those characters uh, so memorable. Amazing. Um, no, I think that he needs. I need to think. I think he needs to. And he, yeah, he needs to work on some smaller films and really fine tune um, directing characters and working with making good character pieces. And then I think once he nails like working yeah, in um, fleshing out characters more, then he can do another blockbuster. But I think he needs to work on a smaller scale and focus on characters for a bit. And then I think Unlike that he Bayona. can be. Who knows what he's doing? He knows characters and he knows set pieces. My God, that if he's guy! He's given a good script, though. If he's given a good script, I don't know. I think he could probably can direct. Director direct a bad, uh, bad script. Is that a thing? Yeah. Um. Uh, well, the script is still going to suck, isn't it? But it'll be put together well. Uh, no, there have definitely been movies that I was like, you know, that script wasn't great, but I love that movie because it was like directed the hell out of it. Um. Or, I mean, con- conversely, if you give, like, a bad director a good script, it's going to be awful. You know, you can end up with, you know... You can have really good actors, but if, like, a director doesn't know how to film them, they're going to look cheesy as anything. So, it's kind of... Yeah, and you've got to be in sync as well. The, the director and the writer have to be in sync. And this is what will be interesting about Jurassic World 2. Um, how much input did Bayona end up having in this script? You know what I mean? I think that'll be interesting to find out. Yeah, I. Hmm. Because I, Bayona could have jumped on earlier than was announced, which we think he was anyway, and could have had quite an input into the script. Yeah, no, I think that he. I think that he was pretty heavily involved. To be honest with you, it, it, he was talking about it for quite a while. Um, we know that he was, you know, in contention for the role really early on, and. I mean, what we've heard, we heard his name like this like a month. Or the month of Jurassic World's release, we didn't hear his name verbatim, but uh, Colin Trevorrow said, "Like I have a Spanish horror director in mind." And then in an interview, Frank Marshall said that uh, Bayona almost directed Jurassic World, or like he was one yes, of the names yeah. in contention for Jurassic World. So I have no doubt that he's been, you know, 
even before he was formally signed, I have no doubt that he was coming in and like giving his opinions and everything like that, you know, while Colin and Derek wrote. So I, I think that um, I th- I think that the movie is very much going to be, it's maybe not his pensmanship, but it's going to be very much his story to tell as much as it is Colin and Derek's story to tell. And that's that's what we want. And really, Colin, and, you know, Colin wrote a movie that he wanted to write for himself, for him to direct. He wanted to make a movie for his son, who was what five or six years old, uh, with Jurassic World. And you know, with Jurassic World two, he's running for you know Bayona. So I have no doubt that you know that's going to also kind of sort of change the style of his writing. Even right there, it's going to be a little bit more uh, serious and you know a little more Jurassic Park, maybe. Yeah, tonally at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll we'll see. I guess Biona will bring some magic to this for sure, and I I'm, I am excited. And I think that sort of segues onto the picture that Colin shared yesterday. Yes. Well, we also should maybe before we get there, we should talk about um the vehicles and everything that have been spotted at Pie Stock. Not Pie Stock. Um, Slough. Slough. <laughs> Slough. Well, hit it, man. Um, yeah, I wasn't ready to hit it. Damn it. <laughs> um, Excuse you. We saw a Unimog. Uh, we, yeah, okay, so hold up. Oh, I'm on page two of the news, no wonder. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'll do it myself. I, I think I know off the top of my head. Uh, we have a Unimog. Uh, we have a... Well, a C- what, what is a Unimog truck? for our listeners? Oh, it's a Mercedes vehicle that was featured uh, in The Lost World. There's a tracking vehicle. It's a heavy-duty, kind of like a pickup with like a very small front end, a front end and a large bed. It was also featured in Jurassic World very prominently as the uh, ambulance vehicle. Yeah, the mobile veterinary unit. Um, yes. Although that one's probably not the best to uh, to kind of decide what it looks like because these look they look like um, army trucks, sort of like army trucks with like cages on the back of them. Yeah, uh, does that make sense? Uh, it doesn't really have a cage. It has like a, a bed with like a. Uh... Like a side casing or something. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, this one, um, okay, so I've, I've got the pictures of the vehicles up in front of me now. So there's one that sort of is like a heavy-duty sort of, I mean, for lack of a better word, it's a truck. It's got, like, the head of a truck, and it's sort of like the back of just like a, like a moving van. Like, it's not an 18-wheeler, but it's built heavy-duty like it. And it's just all kind of like a military flat green, private military looking thing, and it just looks like a beast. Um, there's another vehicle. I don't think it's Mercedes, and it's sort of like a safari looking truck, and it's got a black stripe running down the flank of it. And then, um, what would you describe that on the back of it? Sort of like the bed is sort of it's got like metal rails, and it's green again, like a flat uh, army color green. The bed's got like metal rails and a top. Uh, going over it. It's not a cage, like, it wouldn't protect you, but it it's sort of similar to, like, what was on the back of some of the Lost World vehicles. And then there's the Mercedes... Hey, hey. And then there's the Mercedes Unimog, which, um... <clears throat> it's got sort of, like, a thin, spindly, like, cage on the back of it type of thing, but once again, not a cage, more just something to hold what's ever going to be in the back of it. Can't really see it too well. We don't know if there are any logos on it. From what we see, there aren't any engine logos on these, but... Uh, they might have also known that they were going to have them out in public like this, and maybe they just have decals ready to be slapped onto them on the time of filming and then pulled off. Like you know what I mean? Like maybe they're using. Well, they t- did that. They did that for Jurassic World, hey? No, they weren't temporary. They would just uh, cover them up with tape. 
but yeah, yeah, it yeah. never seemed okay, yeah. it was never enough because there were always pictures of like engine and like all that stuff. Now and then, so then there's the helicopter, and that's the uh, Bell Huey helicopter. Of course, it's missing missing its tail and it's missing its rotors, and it's uh in a kind of a dark flat green with splotches of like a light lighter flat green. So it's sort of like got an army camo color. And, of course, it is not the helicopter that Henry Wu flew away in, in Jurassic World, for those wondering. And uh, what what did uh, Alex have to say about the helicopter? It's a bit of an older model. They don't make them anymore. Yeah, like Vietnam era kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's like a private military type of helicopter. And, hell, it could be a helicopter that's, like, on the island already. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it n- might not be a helicopter that people are rolling up to the island in. It could be something that's been there for some time type of deal, you know, yeah, in maybe. in a vehicle bay on Isla Nubla or Isla Sorna or who knows where. But don't the, uh, the, with the removal of the, the, the back half and then the, 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 the spinners up top, isn't it like most likely a, uh, like a stunt chopper? Yeah. So I think what we're looking at is that's probably the type of chopper that are going to put on a rig, um, and fit like it's not actually going to be flying, but they're going to be filming it against like maybe like a green screen or a set or something like that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that they, we know that they will also have a helicopter that, that they're flying because that was part of their uh, filming permit. They said they were going to have a, Be- a Bell Huey helicopter flying around um, at the Pie Stock set. But yeah, I doubt that they disassembled the helicopter just to keep it in a vehicle storage bay. Like that's a lot more work than needs to be done. Keep the heli- <clears throat> keep the helicopter somewhere where it can stay assembled is my personal thought, but I mean, who knows, you know, they might not have a good area to store a fully assembled helicopter, like ready to be flown away for like months and months and months and months before filming. So maybe they did have to pull it apart like that. I, 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 you know, I really don't know. Right. I, you know, I don't quite know. Speaking of helis, we should probably, you know, because we're already on the topic of helis. Uh, there was a picture yesterday on Twitter of a, uh, another helicopter in that same area I think or maybe another Jurassic World 2 area where uh, uh, you know like the uh, the Lost World type helicopter yeah yeah it was uh, was it the the uh, oh I forget how it was Pystock they were in now listen I'm not convinced that that's actually for Jurassic World 2 because that's a military base right there well, yeah there and it was a it was a, a two thingy chopper it was like a two rotor was it a, what are they called and then, but then he also saw a single rotor um, <clears throat> similar. Uh, and they were in the kind of yeah, they were in military colors. Like Chris said, they could have just been general British Army helicopters. Um, we know. don't know. They didn't have an Ingen logo on. Like when uh, Real Tours saw a heli- heard a helicopter, pointed his camera up, and managed to snap a picture of an Ingen. Yeah, I can't. I still that can't believe was classic. that. I still like. No, I know. He was on his way home, and he was like, he was messaging me. He was like, "Dude, dude, no way." No way! I can't believe this. He sent me the screen grab. That was like, like I... that was like when he was on his way home, and like a truck pulls up next to him, and there's just a Jurassic yeah. Park jeep sitting on the back of the bed, and he's like, "What?" And he just like pulls out his phone <laughs> yeah. and like snaps a picture of the car next to him. It's like he didn't go out looking for that. No, he's coming home from work, and they pulled up next to yeah. him. Like, I'm like, what are the odds, man? That was too good. That oh, was I think the name of the helicopter good. is a Boeing uh, Chinook. Chinook is that how you pronounce it? Uh, I think so, yeah. yeah. Mm. But anyways, that's the type of helicopter that it was. Um, they're the ones that they had in the Lost World that were carrying all those vehicles and, um, like, with the tethers. That would be really cool to see back in Jurassic World 2, and that doesn't mean that it's not in Jurassic World 2. It just I'm still not convinced that the helicopter that he saw... I mean, there's an active military base right there. 
So personally, and they're not filming there either right now. The sets are still in, under major construction, so I just don't see why a filming helicopter would be nearby and flying. Do you know what I mean? It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, no, of course. Of course, unless they were doing um, tests and flying it for tests before they actually start shooting and stuff. We, we just don't know. So it, um, that's an interesting one. But let's, let's can we please talk about... Should we talk about Epoch first? Can we talk about this set picture? No. Can we talk about this set picture, Chris? Uh, well, should, well, should we talk about Epoch first, though? I don't. I don't I think, think we should. We should. Talk about it. Yeah, okay. It's not, it's not solid enough yet. Let's talk about this goddamn set picture. This set picture is no. everything I need. I am happy with this set picture. I until <laughs> the first trailer. I don't need anything now. Wow. I, I I tell you that I can sit back and just watch. This set picture has done enough for me. Really? Yep. That's it. I'm out. You know this. <laughs> this is perfect. This is perfect. Okay. So to anyone who hasn't seen it. I mean, you're listening to this podcast. Yeah, I don't know how you haven't seen it. Not seen the picture. Um, get out. Get off. Just stop listening. We, we don't want you. We'll come back though. Come back after. Come <laughs> back. We'll wait. Oh my god, I've got so I've got it open up. <laughs> I've got it open up in full resolution right now. I've got it on my yeah. I've got it on my desktop. This is my desktop picture now. So this is my first of all. One of the things that throws me is there is some sort of visual trickery going on in this image. I don't know what it is exactly because it sort of looks like a keyframe render using like real items like real like there are some real things and then a lot of it is like painted over with cg i know that's not what's happening but that's what the, my eye like it looks like to my eye like even the girl okay uh, i think i know what you mean because you thought it was concept art right but i think what's happened is this is a raw f- <clears throat> this is either a photo from the <clears throat> jesus <clears throat> you okay yeah yeah <laughs> Um, this is either a photo from the set or this is a frame from the film. It, now, obviously, if they're shooting on film, it's not. It's touched up but in if a way. Digitally, you know how? Be, yeah, I was going to say it's definitely been sharpened. Yeah, it's, it's sharpened. Definitely been the. I think the saturation has been boosted. And I then think the this contrast a, this has a, been increased and everything like that. It's touched up in the way that like movie posters are touched up. Um, like yes. where like and you can see that when you zoom into the girl, you can see it's kind of odd. It's kind of off a little bit, but not in a bad way. It just it's so been it threw me because modified. I didn't expect. And also, there's all this film grain in it. And like I didn't, yeah. so I just thought like, oh, this is a really cool like. It, it just sort of looks like a really nice render using some real assets, like you know, like a keyframe render, like someone that went in and like hand painted it, rendered some of it, used some real structure. But no, it's it's real. We've, <clears throat> you know, like this is a set that people are walking through, and uh, it's just oh my god, this is a real set, and I can't, this piece of artwork is sorry, this set photo is absolutely wonderful I, you, it really is this is more in my opinion this is more jurassic park than anything from jurassic World. um yeah and you know what's cool though is it's sort of like nothing we've ever seen in a jurassic park film in a lot of ways i mean the, the look of the mansion reminds me of hammond's mansion sort of but more yes. uh more showmanship but out of all honesty it's also just something so incredibly new like the look and style of it and uh, what well, I'm assuming that this is lit for film, and that this is like a frame of film, and what I think is happening is they touched it up for promotional images purposes, or they yeah. shot it like it's a frame of film because the aspect ratio is there. Um, there's film grain. Uh, yeah, th- like I said, this is either a set photo or this is this is a still from uh, from filming the f- some footage, yeah. but 
if they're shooting on film, we know that's not the case. So they're either shooting digitally or... In fact, that would be interesting to find out what Oscar shoots I think on. he's shooting on film. I want to say that... um, I You know, I, I, they've got to be shooting on film. But either way, this image is touched up in a way to look like it's shooting on film, but I'm not sure. Is that film grain real? Is that genuine film grain, or is that a filter? It's really hard to tell, because I think they've sharpened the image as well, which enhances film grain. Yeah. I think it's real film grain, but then at the same time, film grain is usually more prominent in the darker areas, whereas this film grain is so visible in the light. But they painted, I think they painted over the dark areas. Like, they painted them black for, like, artist artistry. Like, I wonder if this is sort of what some scenes in the movie are going to look like. Like, very, um... Like, Bayona and Oscar for our... Um, did I say his name right? I think so. Oscar Fora. Okay. That's what I'm running with anyway. Okay. <laughs> um, they have a very, you know, sort of surreal touch sometimes with their look. And, like, I could really see this scene being filmed in sort of, um... Oh, the music that plays when Hammond's... Uh, Petticoat Lane. I could almost see, like, this scene being filmed in sort of a surreal, sort of magically creepy way where um, that music from, like, Petticoat Lane when Hammond was talking to Ellie about the flea mm. circus, like, kind of plays, and it's just sort of quiet. Um, do you... Well, Jar- Jaroslav's uh, commented on this picture when I posted it on Facebook and said, uh, Malcolm's Journey. And now I was like, yeah, this is just before it cuts away to something happening, you know, this little girl staring up at this skeleton. Like... So, let's, before we, you know, try to dissect what's going to happen in the scene or anything like that, which we have, like, nothing to go off of, but it's fun to do anyhow. Let's talk about the dinosaurs in the room. Or, I should have made an elephant in the room joke. Let's talk about the triceratops in the room. Um, There is no triceratops in the room, but let's start with the other things. So, to the left, we have a dinosaur. Behind that, (laughs) there's a skeleton of a dinosaur. And the two on the right, they're dinosaurs as well. Okay, Chris, I don't know dinosaurs as well as you, but especially for skeletons, so I'm going to guess. Far right, as in the closest to frame, Ankylosaurus? No, that's... um. So, <laughs> Well off. <laughs> no, I mean, you're right. It's in, it's in the family of Ankylosaurus. I, I, can't, I couldn't tell you exactly which species... Um, God, d- people are going to laugh with my pronunciations on this. So it's, a, uh, it's an Edmontonia or maybe a Euplo... Syphilis? Syphilis. Syphilis? Oh, yeah. It sounds like a disease. (laughs) Um, You... 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 Snuffleupagus? There you go. Oh, sorry. Just side point. Side tracking. If you go on Jurassic World 2's IMDb, they've got the uh, picture as the... As the... uh, Poster? poster. I was going to say, we should make a poster out of it. Like, cut the center frame... And uh, put a logo and some stuff there. Like it would make a really Ooh. make a Ooh. really cool okay, temporary sorry. poster. Talking about te- yeah, we'll do that, Chris. And talking about technical specifications. So, uh, Oscar Four is shot mostly on film, but a Monster Calls was shot on Ari Alexa cameras, so digital. Um, and Jurassic World, I know IMDb is not the uh, most reliable, but Jurassic World Two's got the aspect ratio is one eighty five to one, which is what Jurassic Park and Lost World were shot in and JP3 is that what is is it yeah is that just on IMDB because that's probably someone just filling that in just like they filled yeah but it's 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 never said that and and it's you know if somebody was filling it in maybe they would have gone with oh, the Jurassic World's aspect I wonder ratio if that's world. the aspect ratio that this image is in yeah I was just thinking that actually because it because it, it doesn't say anything about technical specs but yeah a monster cool is interesting to note was shot digitally so um 
maybe this is an actual frame from the film. Yeah, or it's maybe it's done up to kind of look like it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if it's not an actual uh-huh. frame from the film, maybe they doctored it in a way like, and this is kind of what it should look like in the film once we're all done. I, I hope it looks like this. Yeah. This lighting is beautiful. Got that glowy, yeah, kind of misty lighting coming in from the window. You've got a spotlight on that center skeleton and you've got some light some warmer light hitting her uh, top right of her head and just the side of her shoulder clearly from like an above spotlight or something yeah and it's just and then you've got the the backlights coming in through those amber um through the amber in the background there. yeah yeah through the um i mean what looks like to be like an open window over in the far left and far right in the back oh my god it just looks beautiful Anyways, it's a beautiful set and a beautiful. So the dinosaurs, and we know this is a set. Just to confirm, this isn't a real place. We know this is built specifically for Jurassic World Two. And um, yeah, yeah, go on, talk about the dinosaurs. So the dinosaur behind the Ankylosaur species um, is a Cosmoceratops, and then the dinosaur behind that one is a Protoceratops. Uh, Starting on the far left, I think the dinosaur closest to the frame on the far left is a uh, juvenile Tyrannosaurus Rex uh, or a Nanotyrannus. There's some yeah we can't see the head. There's can some we? We de- can only see. There's some debate on whether or not the you know a, ju- a nano tyrannosaurus is different from a juvenile tyrannosaurus along those lines. But um, either way, that sort of looks it like looks like a T Rex. That sort of looks like the specimen of uh we, we have on our carding museum. We have a copy of her. Her name's Jane. Um, and it's a uh, you know it's again it's debated whether or not it's a nano tyrannosaurus or a juvenile tyrannosaurus. But that's what it looks like to me. And then behind it is a hadrosaur called Ed- Edmontosaurus. And then in the far, and in the far back, I mean, I really can't tell. I, I said maybe Velociraptor, and it could be a Velociraptor, but it sort of looks like thicker and stockier, but still just as small. So I'm wondering if it's maybe a Herrerasaurus. What did you say was the one on the right, right at the back? Uh, that's the Protoceratops. And it would make sense if the one on the left is a Velociraptor, because Protoceratops and Velociraptors are always paired together because of that iconic fossil that was found of the two of them fighting where they were fighting and then the sand fell on top of them and killed them right in their middle of their fight. Oh yeah, I think I remember. So 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 sorry, do we do we know which the middle the the skeleton head? No, so do we know what that, that is? That is the biggest mystery of all because it does not seem to be a 100% known skull of a ceratopsian. It's definitely not a triceratops. Um so the thing is, there's a lot of ceratopsians that are known just by, um, like, partial skeletons, and there's a lot of speculative uh, science art out there. And this actually really, really lines up with, um... Oh, God, I'm going to let one of you try to say this. No. <laughs> is it a Styracosaurus? I don't know. No, 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 no. No, here, I'm sending it in the chat... I'm so three, ignorant. two, one. It looks like a it looks like a triceratops to me. All right, let me try this. A ju. A gujaceratops. A gujaceratops. A gujaceratops. A gujaceratops. But yeah, if you look up a guja, a guja. If you look up uh, that piece of artwork, I think by Julius Estoni, um, for his like ceratopsian chart. It, it looks yeah. it, that's what this looks like it's really hard to say if that's what it is but I know it's like some people they're like oh it's just a um, it, it's like a modified Triceratops but that's not what the Triceratops looks like in the uh, Jurassic Park universe oh it certainly does look like the Agujaceratops 
Yeah, doesn't it? Same nu- sort of same number of um, nodules on the frill. Spikes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hard to. In, I'm, I'm really not very good with dinosaurs, but uh, and the horns kind of grow up and curve like that. Um, yeah, I'm only seeing pictures of baby ones though on Google. Uh, if you kind of weird. Oh, I see. Search I see, I see. Go- yeah, it kind of does. Um, not really though, because a guja seems to have much longer. What do you call that fin on the, the 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 one with the big red horn, the pompadour? Um, what do you co- hold on? <laughs> what do you call that big uh, thing on their head? The, the, the frill. The, oh my god! The- I don't know. Yeah, the frill. Um, oh, I really like Jurassic Park. Uh, hold on. Let um, me let me send you this image and look at number twenty-five. It's on the top right. Oh yeah, no, definitely then. Yeah, is that what a Gujasaurus is? That is a interpretation of a Gujasaurus. How many dinosaurs are there? Jesus Christ! Look, so much, so many of them look the same. Yeah, I'm looking at this species list. Is this like? This is crazy. They're all the same. That's why um, <laughs> I like I like number seven. <laughs> That's <laughs> look at its floppy little nose. Number seven. That's so sad. Yeah, which one's number seven? Let me see. Oh, yeah, that... <laughs> that's the one with number seven under it. Yeah, that's... <laughs> no, Ceratopsians are really, really funny, cool-looking creatures. But, yeah. Yeah, this is really cool. Number number 44, look at that. Looks like he's got a mask on. Looks like Kick-Ass or something. <laughs> um, Middle bottom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, what I think was going on with this is they probably wanted something like, like a Triceratops-like dinosaur, but I think they wanted something really, like big and angular and mean looking and they probably I think you're right I think it's 25 and I think that they probably were looking into dinosaurs talking to their dinosaur experts and everything along those lines and they're like well you know a Gujaceratops isn't known by a full um a Guja yeah a Gujaceratops isn't known by a full like skull specimen so there's some speculation on what it really looked like but this is an interpretation of its skull and I think that what happened is they just made one because I think what's going on is all those other dinosaurs in that room those are real casts of real like I don't think they sculpted them. They look one hundred percent like real castings um, of dinosaurs. Like there's nothing off about them at all. But the Agutaceratops looks like there was some sort of speculation um, involved in it. But what's really cool about it is it's very angular. It sort of looks a little mean. You know what I mean? It it doesn't look like a Triceratops. It looks very um, sort of like regal but mean. And just even the way its face is like cast in shadow. It's frills catching the light, and those horns, those big horns are coming up. There's something very, um, very different about it. Hashtag Stegoceratops But it is not a Triceratops. That's not even what, that is not at all what a Jurassic Park Triceratops looks like. I don't know, yeah, no. And I'm, I'm thinking, you know, it, it does look, like you said, Chris, it looks like 25. But then 25 has 1, 2, 3, 4... Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven things on the left-hand side of its frill. And what, what does this one have? When the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Huh. It's a lot less, you know. Well, how many does the Jurassic Park Triceratops have? I feel like it's more than that. I'm sending you guys a picture of a Triceratops skull right now, just so you. While can... you guys are doing this, I am this this. Not disgusting. I'm digging through this photo, trying to make any connection I can to Hammond's 
office or house. Okay, yeah. No, well, let's talk about because we don't know specifically what dinosaur this is, but I think you're on the right but, track. So, do you think there's a significance of that dinosaur being front and center frame? It, it no. being it's front and center frame, and it's the one dinosaur that we can't actually like identify 100. percent Well, what if? I mean, this is I I pray not. But what if it's a hybrid? I don't think so. It's clearly a fossil. A fossil though. It's clearly a fossil. Yeah, no, true. That's a good point. That's. A good I mean, unless <laughs> unless they lit it in a way to make it look like a fossil, and like in the final film, it's going to be clearly a skeleton. But I don't think that's a hybrid. That's a very strange way to do a hybrid because it's not mm. very different. Well, I'm glad that it's certainly not that. Um, I think it just looks cool. So it's I, I think you're right. It's just. Yeah, and it's menacing. But yeah, so it it, it it it's very um, it's just, it's very it's 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 front and center. It's the one that's uh, there's a lot of mystery about it. So, do you think that there's significance in that she's staring at it? It's front and center. Um, I think it's just I think before I think we discuss cool. what the scene might be, yeah, I think it's more like this is just somebody staring up at something so terrifyingly massive. Um, let can I just quickly say, you know, when Nedry's stealing the embryos. In um, that, I don't know if you've seen the movie Jurassic Park. I think it is. Um, I've heard of it. You know, they go through all the species on the of the embryos. Is there a species that might fit this? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 Because the... I'm thinking. I'm trying to think if this if this is Hammond's collection. What dinosaur is this, and why wouldn't it have been in Jurassic Park? If he clearly has it front and center. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think this is Hammond's collection. To be honest with you, like, because so. One of the, one of the things that you see um, is there's what looks to be a seal or a crest behind the primary, you know, mystery ceratopsian skull, and that is definitely not an H on it's that like a crest. Clock to me, my friend. Uh, no, I don't think so. Also, top, very top left of the uh, above the T Rex mm-hmm. uh, in the darkness, there's a lit up. Portrait. So it's definitely a house or a, some sort oh, of. Oh, like, yeah, there is. I there did, is. Good I thought spot. that was a case. Yeah, you're right. That is a portrait. Let me look at the other. Damn side. straight. I get to contribute. Oh, yeah, to. it's definitely a house because you see the little lamp and like the table and what looks like maybe like croissants set on a plate in the back right bottom. So it's Ooh. definitely not old. The lights are still on. And then again, yeah, yeah, this is not a museum. This is a mansion. Even look at those doors that are behind the uh, Edmontosaurus. There's double doors and behind the Cosmoceratops. This is a. It almost looks like it would have been a library if it didn't have dinosaurs in it. Like this reminds me of like a mansion's library. And then to the left, mm-hmm. uh, to the left, parallel to the uh, tyrannosaur, there's what looks to be a diorama case. Like if you ever go to a museum and they have like the glass with the stuffed animals and like painted up and done up like a little like bit of like the African savanna or something like that. That's what it looks like right there. Like it looks. Oh like wow! A you're right. Yeah, yeah. That's not outside. That's definitely not no, outside. No, that's no. definitely a diorama case. And then there's a cabinet behind him. You can't see what's in that. But the cab- the cabinets in the far back, the ones that are lit up, I see what looks like a large geode that's been split open. And then some rocks. What looks like some sort of skull that I have no idea what type of skull that is. Yeah, I was just looking at that skull. It, it, and also on the right, you've got what potentially could be like amber. Yeah, there's a piece of amber. I think what's a piece of amber on the case on the right on the one, two, three, the fourth, like the one, the second one from the top. Yeah, um, the big, yeah. the sort of blackish one. Yeah, and um, yeah, that skull though on the left hand one that almost looks mammalian, doesn't it? Sort of look like a mammal skull, maybe like 
a large possum. Yeah, it looks like a large possum skull. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's. Oh, I see the geode as well. Um, okay. So, so um, I think this is Hammond's. Or uh, okay, this is what I like to think. This is Hammond's mansion, and that a load of characters have come to this mansion to either speak to if if Geraldine uh, Chaplin is playing Hammond's uh, widow, oh, I like that. whatever it whatever it might be, they've come to this mansion and the little girl has wandered off. And this is the this is the original Jurassic Park, you know, the the awe and the inspiration and the excitement. This is her. She's walked off and she's walked into this dark room, and she's stared, staring up at this skeleton. And and I think the main characters are discussing something in another room, and this is our look back at Hammond and his legacy. You know yeah, I mean? that, that's definitely possible. Um, I don't know, just the fact that there's that the same color. It definitely is. This, I mean, then again, a lot of mansions are in this color. To be honest with you, I'm looking at. Uh, is there a picture of Hammond's house's roof anywhere? Like not roof, the uh, ceiling. Can we see that in any shot in the mm. Not, not that so, I've seen. Not that I've seen. I have a cut of it, so let me. Uh, I mean, then again, it doesn't have to be an exact replication, right? It just be, you know, look, looks close enough. Yeah, no, you're right. It doesn't have to be perfect. But, for the record, I'm going to go on record and say this is definitely Hammond's uh, library study private or collection. The, room. There's a new, you know. Here's the thing, though. Hammond in the books was always a bit of an asshole, and in the movies he wasn't. Could this be a new character kind of filling that sort of asshole Hammond type of character? Um, or maybe Baron Von Drox? <laughs> um, like, is is James Cromwell... <laughs> oh, what's his face? Is Yeah, James Cromwell, yeah. yeah. Oh, what if he's a private collector who wants, uh, who wants more dinosaur skeletons from the island? So, yeah, so I could really see that being, like, some sort of, like, really rich dinosaur enthusiast... Uh, this is Biosyn's house, or you know what I mean? Like <laughs> this is Dodson. Now, I don't think we're ever going to see Dodson, especially after um, nope. Uh, what happened with the actor? Yeah. No. Um, so I'm I'm just quickly looking at the scene in the Lost World, and you can't really see the ceiling. You can see it's very similar in decor wood. But do you think this could be a parallel, like Hammond. of Hammond, like a Hammond parallel? But instead of it being like a really like gentle and nice person, it's like kind of the more of the sinister opposite and maybe that is why that ceratopsian skull in the front doesn't have that gentle grace that a triceratops has but it sort of has that angular menace you know almost looks like a demon a dragon maybe you could you could be onto something like like there's something about that skull there that doesn't you know all the other animals that are around they sort of you know they look like dinosaurs but that one right front center it's it's a little yeah, yeah it's a little it's a little scarier, even the way it's lit. It's but with the big, it? those big horns that are coming up like a devil's horns is coming up. Like there's something about it that um. Um, I'm watching the sequence uh, in the Lost World, and the the decor is very similar. The ceiling is light, lighter than the paneling. Obviously, like you said, mansions are all very similar. Yeah, like from from the same era, era and same like you know. So, but I don't know. I think it could it's fit. But a beautiful um, set. And it's a beautiful image, and it it just raises so many questions. And hey, the girl's got an interesting outfit. Whoa, she looks like Ellie in Last of Us. Oh my god, she does. She really, really does. Um, the red, so, the ponytail, and the red down. sweater. Listen, I know that we're getting close to the wrapping, but we also have a few new character names to discuss. 
Uh, five new character names to discuss, in fact. Wait, wait, Hit before it. we do that, the girl in the picture, is she Lucy? Yes, no? I think she's Lucy. I think so. I think sure. she's Lucy. I know sure. on Twitter I, mean, I said I was... she going to be? I know I said I was Team Young Claire on Twitter, <laughs> and no. I have since entirely no changed... Way. I have since entirely changed my stance. Um, I think that's Lucy. Yeah, Claire is not a character that deserves to really have a that's flashback, not, let's be honest. That's not even my thinking. It's just, I don't think that we're going to see those types of flashbacks. And it's unnecessary. It's very if we're unnecessary. Gonna, Let's yeah. This is Lucy. Th- this is Lucy. Um, and this is... Oh, and that's the... Other, okay, no, that's... This is young Claire. No, that's no. the other thing, dude. So here's here's the problem. is no. we, we do have to discuss this. They're supposedly building a mansion in... um In uh, what, Holly Common. Holly Common, They're building yeah. the front and back of what's supposed to be a mansion, and they're doing it up to look like it's like... I believe they said they're bringing, like, tropical plants out in front of it to make it look uh, like part of, like, a different climate. Uh, so I think this is on a, possibly on an island, which is a really oh, weird even. twist. And we know that there's... If, if this is the same place that they're filming at Holly Common, we know stuff happens that makes people flee. And we're assuming dinosaurs... Yeah, but then Lucy is definitely not on the island. If I mean, if there's a little girl on an island, you know, that there's... I want child services not to get in there and remove this child from those parents. Not possible. Have you ever seen Jurassic Park, The Lost World, Jurassic Park 3, no, Jurassic this World? Chick, this, this little child is so young. From what the thing said, she's like 10 years old. Yeah, and after post-Jurassic World, no one, no one's going to take yeah, that little girl it, to the um, islands. Unless oh, she's on. like the daughter of the maniac who built his mansion in this place. Um, I I don't know. They're... Oh, that's that's an interesting theory. Oh, I yeah, like that. Yeah. All of a sudden, never mind. Like, <laughs> like what if she's like the do- like what if the main baddie, like the like kind of the antagonistic character, you know, maybe not an evil villain, but he's antagonistic. What if his daughter, like, what if the child, like the kid in the movie, is his daughter? Um, it could be, and it could that would be. have a very interesting contrast because we've never really had a. Uh, you know, had that mix of like cause the kid being kind of torn between two worlds. You know what I mean? I don't think and do and that. this is it. That's you know, and we had what, what the character description or the uh, audition description for Lucy was: they need to have the, the show bravery, anxiety, stress, uh, emotional scenes with her father. So could be right. And daughter of a man. Yeah, and uh, I think that we expect her to have an accent as well. Uh, was it was it RP accent? Is that what it was called, or am I? Uh... I don't but know. either way, it was uh, what 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 does that mean again, Jack? It's the uh, kind yeah. of like the high, like like the sort of like stereotypical upper class, but not upper class, um, sort of like royal oh, family type of accent. Mm. Is what it? Uh, um, it's not like what was it described as? What did it say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's what type of accent it was. I'm not sure if it was called RP. I forget. But it it, it was like basically like what the 11 percent of like the really like kind of uh, yeah the higher class, the upper class. Yeah, but like even upper upper class, like kind of more of like the. Well, I mean, look at the look at their living room. Yeah, so <laughs> that could I could so, see yeah. her, although she's dressed quite casually. Like she doesn't look like she's the daughter of like some rich maniac but you never know or maybe she's the daughter of a rich maniac but the mother was like I don't want to be with a maniac so yeah. maybe maybe we're seeing her 
reunited in a in a in a tragic but, way. Man, it just it looks like it could be a scene from like an uncharted video game or something. It, it's absolutely beautiful and, and and I kid you not, this image has done me. I, I can happily yeah. wait now until the movie. I, I, I mean, obviously I'm going to watch the trailers. I, I would not watch the trailers, but I can wait until the trailers. I don't need anything else. This has set the tone perfectly. It, it really is a beautiful image. Um, I'm not sure if I could say that I'd happily not get anything between now and uh, the trailer, but uh, it's definitely, it's really just, it has just done such a great job setting the tone, setting the mystery, setting the intrigue. And I'm just looking at this, I'm like, how does this fit in? And my so God, beautiful. what a beautiful set! Kind of what a beautiful we, set! We we need. Um, it's healthy to have this kind of conversation and, and to yeah. Okay, what? Who is she? And and yeah, where where is she? Because I still like to think it's Hammond's mansion, and they're going back to get the keys to Nublar or something. No, you know. But um, all right. So let's before well, let's the, we'll the characters hit hit me so, with the characters because we got a rap. Raptor Chaser posted some pictures of trailers. Um, like, you know what I mean? Like, trailers the actors stay in. And as well as getting a picture of Claire's trailer, he got a picture of a character named Eversoul. And he got a picture of a trailer for a character named Maze. Or is that how you pr- would pronounce that name? Maisie? Maisie? Is it Maisie? Um, Maisie. It was her double. It was like Maisie double. Um, but, uh, so yeah, there's Eversoul and Maisie. On top of that, I think that we need to keep... I'll just keep his name out of it for right now. Um, there, we know of a character named Franklin. And we know of a character named Zia Song. And we know of a character named Mills. And that's Zia not the Song. first time we've heard Mills. We believe that Rafi Spall is Mills. Yeah. Um, so we know that Mills is actually like a staying name. But uh, who do you think the Zia Song would be? That's not, that's Daniela. Song has an S-O-N-G? Yeah, S O N G. That's an Asian last name. Yeah, maybe Chinese. maybe Daniela. She's Mexican, isn't she? She kind of yeah. She's Mexican. Wouldn't really. Yeah, no, she's a Latina. Um, well, we don't really know, do we? Because we haven't. So do you Unless think there's it, a uh, the girl? Do you think do, uh, they look Lucy like, could? Oh, that's crazy, dude. Maybe the girl. Maybe her name isn't Lucy. Yeah, that is another thing. Lucy could have just been a placeholder name. Oh man, I'm looking. I could really. Is she wearing glasses in that picture? I can't tell. Zia, so she's gonna look Asian if she's Zia Song, or it just could be some un, uncasted person that we don't know about. Yet. Yeah, it could be someone that yeah they haven't announced yet, but that is part of the cast because they for some reason they like to stagger casting announcements. Um, um okay. Even though, like, fire guys, I'm, I don't know if you saw this, Chris. Just got a comment on the outpost. The girl in the photo is Lucy. And the actress who will play her is Brooke Norbury, a relatively unknown London actress. Huh? Uh, breaking scoop? Uh, Jesus Christ. Google that name. What? <laughs> Google the name. Yeah, I'm, I'm on it, man. Uh, it, it brought me to Norbury Brook, which is a tributary. Um, Brooke Norbury. How do I spell that? Uh, no- Brooke with an E, and then Norbury. Uh, Bur- N O R B U R Y. Okay. Let me see Brooke Nor- Norberry. Oh, yep. Look, she's even that's got it? red hair. Oh, shit, dog. Well, that's, well, a, that's a mystery solved, isn't it? She is. Who is this guy not... who commented? Who is this guy? Yeah, who is? Can, did, obviously, don't say it, but did they leave an email? Yeah. 
Okay, then let's uh get in touch. Do uh, we do we write an article? What, what, what do we do now? <laughs> oh. Rocky, wait, <laughs> Rocky, stop eating my bottle of water. Yeah, you're a good boy. I know she's a redhead. Oh, we had that a, looks like her. We had a load of comments on the article, by the way. I wonder where he got that from. Like, I wonder if it was like from her like Facebook or something, like something random. Like he just saw like the mom, like, and that's my daughter in that image or something like that. You know what I mean? Maybe, yeah. Um, fascinating. If so, I mean, we probably shouldn't know this, but then somebody just commented, "It's not our fault." <laughs> it might just be the fact that it hasn't been announced. It might just be the fact that she literally has no acting. Like it would be like announcing random child is like you know what I mean like who knows who she is nobody it's not like mm. like she's an emerging actress so how do you announce like this but yeah, is I mean, interesting um, does there's she a have, video um, I think there's one of her she's got a monologue on YouTube I, I won't watch it but that would probably give us an indication on uh, yeah link, link, link me to it afterwards she um, played an autistic child in a commercial coping with life together she played she was in the feature film Double Date um, and she's, she's done a lot of uh, modelling slash TV work she was ah she was in Matilda the Musical I saw interesting. that interesting I saw and that and just... she is 10 years old oh uh, man I think it's her so that throws away Zia Song being her yeah, that girl, oh, yeah, for sure. That girl's name the... is definitely not Zia Song, and that completely throws away my Doctor Wu theory. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess not entirely. It doesn't mean he has to have a biological daughter. Um, God. <laughs> so now we know. Maybe we should cut this bit out. No. No, no. Let's let's keep. I mean, why would we cut it? I, I I'm very curious how he knows this, but it's, I mean, I doubt he recognized her from like the back of her head, like. Like, oh, that's Brooke Norberry. <laughs> How do you like that? <laughs> like, um, she's gonna be good in a Jurassic movie. She's got some, check out her Star Now profile. Yeah. Star oh now. man, what, what do we do now, though? I guess <laughs> Where we do we go from here? Um, I don't know. I guess we write an article. article this? Yeah, we have to. I mean, we we should confirm, but let's like figure out how he knows it. But I, I, I mean, look at that hair. That is that girl. Yeah, it's uncanny. I mean, she lives in London. We heard a London actress got it. She's ten years old. We heard they're looking for a nine to ten year old actress. Um, she's got a decent career, not in film, but she's got a really good like career of doing things. She looks the same, and she doesn't have anything currently listed for her. I think this is Lucy. I think we got Lucy. Wow. Okay. Cool. That's huh. when did that person leave the comment? I don't know. I, I um. Hang on. Um. I was just going through. And by the way, that's our. High, I think that's our highest commented article. Uh, no, we do have more than the oh, Lucy article is our highest Sorry, commented. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, I don't know. Let's let's get past. That. We got a wrap. Um. Last thing um, to note is the exhibition. Let's talk about guys. It. You want to come to this. April 2nd, Philadelphia. Um, we're working in collaboration officially with Universal Pictures. This is the first of its kind event. This is the first time... You know, I don't mean you, this is the first time Universal has worked with fans on one of their events. 
this is the first time Universal has even involved themselves in an event for fans. Like, they've never done, um, like, a Comic-Con or, like, a Jurassic convention or a Fast and Furious convention. They've never done anything like that. This is its first of its kind event. It is a really, really awesome, you know, we have a really great relationship working with them. We've been working towards this for a while. We realize it's last minute. It is last minute because of there was a lot of politics to work out on the internal end. Yeah. But it is going to be awesome. So, yeah, like Chris said, we've been working with Universal now since, I think, November, December August? last year. We can now no, finally... August. August Our first year. reach out yeah. was... Oh, so yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we can now officially say we were in, co- in collaboration with Universal Pictures to put on this big event. And I think the, the, the one takeaway from this event, come and see Jurassic World on the IMAX at the Franklin and Google that IMAX. That looks insane. So it's going to be a fascinating event. It's going to be fun. It's the first time... Yeah, and like Universal should be there, actually. Universal, like, they should have some have reps there. there. Um, so, yeah, and, and the, we've still got a lot to organize. There's a lot going on behind the scenes. But um, if, if you're in the area, it's, if you can make it down, do it. We're also... Um, yeah, come by, because the, bet, the better turnout this has, um, the, the, bet, the higher chance of um, there being more events like this in the future and then becoming bigger and cooler. Yeah. Um, although I think this is really cool. It's a great way to meet a lot of members of the community. Uh, if you want to go to Jurassic World, the exhibition, it's the perfect time to go. We're going to get a Velociraptor meet and greet. You know, We're going to try to jam-pack as many things in there. Yeah, we and, should and have well, Jack Horner, but he's not 100% confirmed yet. You know, He's relatively confirmed, but if he's not, we'll let you know. Um, and, and obviously, just, like we said, um, you get... I, th- I forgot exactly how much it is, but I think most people get 45 minutes to an hour in the exhibition. We get a little bit longer... Um, yeah, to actually spend it there and sit and kind two of hours, take it all in. So um, it's it's worth it for that alone. Um, obviously, discounted tickets, 3D screening, Raptor meet and greet. So yeah, it's going to be fascinating. We're all going to be there. The Outpost team is all flying in. Um, well, Chris yeah. is taking the mega bus because he lives in the state, but uh, me and Alex are flying in on the 31st from the UK. I'll see you there. And we're going to meet Chris. And then the next day, Ryan and Asis are coming down. This is a Exciting, meet up. Yeah, is in the making. Then- our yeah, our entire right. team has an Airbnb, and we're just all <laughs> we're just all going to be in an Airbnb together, and we're going to be creating content, podcasts, JP three commentary, you know, the usual the stuff, the usual, the classic, the ones usual. And twos. <laughs> so on that it's note, be a fun time. On that note, guys, let's but I love to meet more people and uh, invite your friends or Jurassic Park friends fans. Yeah, it's going to be a fascinating you know, event, and we know there's, bring a, people. there's a number of people coming. Yeah, if you can make it Come down, and make it down. Dress up like Alan Grant or Ian Malcolm. I'm oh. not sure about the rules of don't dress up like a dinosaur, because I'm not sure if the Franklin Institute has rules against that. <laughs> there's um, also but, uh, uh, Dr- uh, JP Motorpool uh, will likely be showcasing some of their vehicles there, so there'll be loads of photo opportunities oh, as well shit. to get. Um, I think last weekend they had a number of their vehicles there, and I just spoke to Ari, the guy that owns the motorpool, and he was like, oh, we just did something there. Let's do it again. He, they they want to get involved. So there's probably going to be some Jurassic Jeeps there as well, which is going to be cool. So, um, yeah, we're really trying to make this uh, the Jurassic event. And like Chris said, it's the first of many, if it all goes well. Yeah. So let's make it there and on that note let's wrap it up guys it was great speaking with you there's so much more to talk about we're going to do a podcast in the, I'd say probably next week um, Brooke Norbury <laughs> yeah uh, man that just came out of nowhere Jesus Christ <laughs> somebody just commented that on our on our thing like, um, you know what I bet you know I wouldn't be surprised if she has a Facebook and or like a Facebook that's repped by her mom or something maybe and, know. and I wouldn't be surprised if it was just like oh yeah there I am yeah, 
I mean, I haven't found a Facebook or a Twitter or anything. Um, but like you said, hmm. you never know. Maybe this is just somebody in the family who's let it slip. I, yeah, but it's, yeah, I don't know. Oh well, well, let's leave it on that. Let's um, let the speculation begin, guys. Um, I will speak to you beforehand, of course. But Philadelphia, I will see you there. Yes, dude. This All gonna, right, this is gonna be crazy. I yeah, we'll talk soon. Anyways, Brooke Norbury, Norbury Mills, Zia Song, uh, Franklin, Eversoul, and Maisie. And uh, Owen and Claire. And that's that. And Owen and Claire. <laughs> and Dr. Wu. And Dr. Henry Wu. Okay, cool. Guys, nice to speak to you. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you made it this far. Um, and uh, yeah, see you on the next one. Bye-bye.